educating, informing, entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Hey, welcome aboard. It is the Friday Afternoon Club uh, with Chef Kevin Shin. And uh, uh, I'll introduce our special guests in studio here in a moment. But uh, hey, it's finally Friday. We made it, uh, kids, and it's still a still fake spring out there. So whatever you're doing on this Friday afternoon, uh, we're delighted. Chose to tune in uh, to us, and uh, we're going to chat about home beer brewing today. Maybe a little bit about deregulations and the microbrewery industry and the cottage food industry. Uh, yeah, we got a jam-packed show. It'll be fun. Uh, before we get any further, say hello to Mr. Caleb Henry from LNK Today with Jack and Friends. Good afternoon. Our producer du jour today. Johnny's got the day off. So, Caleb, we appreciate very much you running the board and keeping us honest. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Um, Well, it is my delight to say hello to Chef Kevin. Uh, Are you there, Chef? Yellow. Chef Kevin. Calling once. Calling twice. Uh Uh-oh. Chef Kevin. There he is. Nope. Nope. Uh Uh-oh. We may have missed him. Uh-oh. Well, Chef, call back. We'll be here. But in the meantime, uh, it is my delight to welcome back to the show and a much more uh, the entertaining part of the Dan Parsons show. You know, Monday through Thursday, we get pretty serious. We talk journal, we talk with journalists and, uh, and educators and leaders in the business community and politicians. And, you know, by Friday, we, we're sick of all that. <laughs> and we, uh, we have fun, uh, on the Friday afternoon club. But it's my delight to welcome back, uh, the first time on the Friday afternoon club, Dr. Laura Ebke, former state senator and current senior fellow at the Platt Institute. Laura, hello. Hey, Dan. How are you? Yeah. Thanks for having me today. Absolutely. Drove all the way up from the booming metropolitan area of Creed, America. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, yeah. Beautiful day to drive. Let me uh, let me just remind our listeners, uh, Laura is from Crete. Uh, she served in the Nebraska legislature back uh, in 2015 to 2019. Uh, where she chaired the legislature's Judiciary Committee. Uh, She also served for 12 years on the Crete Public Schools Board of Education. Uh, They do call her doctor because she's got a Ph.D. in political science from the Your University of Nebraska. And uh, her current gig is senior fellow at the Platt Institute, public policy think tank here in Nebraska. So... Yeah, and and you've been on the show. We've talked about some policy issues yeah. here and there, and but I know uh, because I've known you for a while. You, you've got a connection with uh, craft beer in our state. Yeah, um, I do. Uh, my husband um, started I don't know ten or twelve years ago home brewing, and um, has been done that, been doing that you know off and on um, as part of. It's a side practice. He's he's a, he's a medical <laughs> yeah. doctor, but his side practice is brewing beer and you know working in the garden and things like that. Yeah. Um, but we've also done Platt Institute has done a lot of work with um, with with brewers, microbreweries around the state, yeah. um, and that's something that you know we've tried to make it easier for them to you know to to ply their 
their wares and and um, and and get their word out. And so things like self distribution and and things like that. So important it, stuff. It is. Yeah. So we we've had a lot of fun. Um, and you know I love I love the microbreweries and I love my husband. So you know. <laughs> You'll keep you'll keep them both around. That's right for a little right. while longer. A little while longer. Yeah, uh, Chef Kevin, are you back with us? I'm here, Danny. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Look at that—the okay. miracle right. of modern technology. So, uh, how you getting on? How you getting on? You know, we're good. And I, uh, when I posted the picture of of us uh, to to uh, on the on the socials to let our listeners know what to expect tonight, uh, of course, uh, the lovely Laura Ebke uh, portrait, and then the photo of you and I. I thought it was appropriate because uh, we're uh, outside a pub in Belfast there from last summer. So. Trip of a trip of a lifetime. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so anyway, and and another special guest that just pops in. You know, it's a Friday afternoon club here at uh, at KLIN, and I you never know who you're going to. I you, came for a free beer. You never know who's going to pop in. So <laughs> a, a, another person with letters in front of their name, Doctor uh, Randy Bretz, is with us. Uh, Dr. Yeah, Bretz. I have a PhD in microbrewery, <laughs> <laughs> and if you believe that, I have a, a bridge in Brooklyn that I'll sell you. There you go. There you go. Well, for those of you who, uh, and I know Randy Brett, there's not many people that. Uh, in this town that know as many people as Randy Bretz, but uh, uh, Randy, of course, community leader and, uh, and, and, a, and a radio broadcaster in, in the days gone by. Yeah, WAOV, yeah. WTHI, WAAC, and KUCV. What's that, Chef? I said you don't need six degrees to get to Brett. Oh, no, you don't. No, you don't. No, uh, you don't need six degrees to get to anybody in Lincoln. <laughs> uh, well, Laura, tell us, you know, it's our tradition here on the Friday Afternoon Club is to uh, tell our listeners what we're enjoying in an adult beverage and invite our listeners to, you know, crack open a, a, a something that you enjoy as you're, not while you're driving home. You, you safely get home, and you get uh, in your recliner. You get in the backyard and start gr- firing up the uh, grill. And uh, but anyway, Laura, tell us what you've brought for us to enjoy here. Sure. So my husband um, brewed up some oatmeal stout. This was this is one that's been sitting in in our keezer for a while. Okay. And um, well, let's stop right there and 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 describe what a keezer is because okay. I, I thought you were referring to your husband for a moment. <laughs> no, not, that's geezer. Um, um, he. he uh, a, a keezer is a is as a freezer chest, a okay. big you know that 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 he has modified. Um, and he you know, and then you have the the taps on it. Okay, and so okay, um, he's he's got three taps on his keezer, and um, and so we have uh, uh, so so he he he. he um, he bottled some beer for me last night that was in the keezer. Bless so, his heart. Yeah, so so we have. I, the, I'm just really oh, admiring yes. the uh, the label. Isn't that this. nice? I did that. <laughs> yeah, these, are, these are custom made labels. That's, that's right. I'll I hold did. that up to the camera. I don't know if you can. Oh, we're on radio. The other one, and and this is fair warning. This is a baby beer. This one was just put in the keezer. Just he just finished brewing it a week or so ago, and this is a smoked porter. Mm-hmm. So, um, so he told me to make sure that everybody knew that it might be not be at its best 
yet, but it's 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 pretty good. Okay, so. well, crack some of those okay. open and, and pass them around. And and Ooh. chef, uh, chef, I know, um, and I don't think we've talked about brewing here on the yeah. Friday Afternoon Club yet, chef. But no, I know, no, we haven't. I know you uh, you so dabble in that uh, witchcraft. Yeah, in fact, I just purchased another a kit to uh, brew a batch. Uh, I have not brewed in a few years. I still have all my gear, mm. and so yeah, I bought a I bought a little kit to make a uh, Citra IPA. Nice. Well, this yeah, I wasn't humming at you. I was humming at the oatmeal stout that I had. <laughs> That's Kevin. lovely. And uh, it's better uh, than the oatmeal that I had for breakfast. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll post here's that. A little, here's a little distinction between bread and beer. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Um, I'll wax eloquently here. But uh, bread, you uh, ferment it before you cook it. And beer, you cook it before you ferment it. Yes. And that's a basic difference. It's just, You're working with the same uh, chemistry. You're, you're uh, uh, converting starch to uh, alcohol and CO2, and that's the same thing that happens in bread and uh, little, little known, unknown thought that probably people didn't think about when they eat their bread and drink their beer. Interesting. Well, well, Laura, this is lovely. Um, yeah, kudos to uh, the other doctor. Russ, yes, yes. Kudos to Russ. Um, and uh, to the geezer with the keezer. That's right, the geezer with the keezer. <laughs> Oh my goodness! I, I, with our I, advanced degrees, we can probably come up with some additional. Rhyming, oh yeah! You know? well, I mean, this is 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 ridiculous. What we're gonna what we what we can come up well, with. Well, uh, we're just gonna just. There's no script today. Well, it's we're just a Friday afternoon. That's club. right. That's for a reason. And by the way, uh, I've had people. Uh, in addition to not uh, un- understanding a lot of other technology things, I've had a lot of people ask me, and they're mainly younger people, what, what's this FAC you talk about? <laughs> Am I the only one? <laughs> Kevin, uh, Chef, do you get that of people, you know, you tell people? Is that people, a thing you put a piece of paper in and it comes out at the other end, a copy of <laughs> well, the FAC? Here's, <laughs> here, no, here's the way, here's the way uh, when I discovered my age, when I thought uh, JT Stood for James Taylor, <laughs> not Justin Timberlake. Oh, uh, uh, okay. So I'm referring to JT, and my kids are thinking, man, my dad's hip. He's cool. He's this pretty is, uh, cool. Justin Timberlake. Like, oh, no, 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 no. Different. <laughs> uh, different JT uh, a few decades ago. We uh, we we were doing earlier uh, in the week, uh, I've been trying to find... Something uh, for first-time guests uh, that our listeners can kind of oh, gosh, get to know a little bit. Here we go. And, uh, Laura, I'm going to leave right now. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm not, I'm not I, doing I, this. I hadn't really planned on this, but maybe we can just pick some. And so, anyway, it was this uh, quiz about have you ever used some of these antique uh, things in your life, like a rotary telephone and a floppy disk and et cetera, et cetera. And I don't know if I'm going to keep it up because everybody gets the same stinking score because we're all the kind of the age. same generation. Yeah. Although uh, Mr. Caleb Henry told me that he got a similar score, and Caleb is in a different demographic than the three of us. So uh, what was it, Caleb? That I you got were? a one. Okay. So I, I've never used a rotary phone. Okay. Okay. Um, and we don't have to say how much younger. 
No, just say, no, I'm just no in a, I'm in a different generation. I, I'm all for that, Caleb. You're because about three generations behind me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought boomers were three generations behind you. <laughs> oh, 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 that's mean. Oh, boy, here we go. It's the he hasn't even had a beer yet. No. <laughs> well, he may not get one at this point. <laughs> <Right. rate. laughs> since, since the bartender's on this side of the table. Well, uh, okay. Well, gee whiz, we've we've uh, plowed through this first section. Uh, what do you think, Caleb? Should we take this little yeah, break? Yeah, probably. Okay, let's take this break, folks. Come on back and join us uh, for the Friday Afternoon Club after these messages. You're listening to The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Hey, welcome back to the Friday edition of the show. Thanks for tuning in. It is the Friday Afternoon Club with Chef Kevin Shin and a couple of fair, very special guests in studio. Uh, Dr. Laura Ebke, former state senator, and Mr. Randy Brett's uh, community. Doctor. Uh, Doc. Also a doctor. We got a couple of docs in the yeah, house today. Yeah, we'll and uh, Dr. Randy Brett's uh, community leader. Is that a fair title for you these days? Storyteller. Uh, Community activist, yeah. professor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do. You're professor at uh, Nebraska Wesleyan. At Nebraska Wesleyan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. I went and watched our basketball game last night, and we beat. Who did we beat? Way over on the other side of Iowa. Oh, okay. Well, anytime uh, we can beat Dubuque, an Iowa team, Dubuque, that's that's okay. Dubuque. We beat Dubuque. It's yeah. a good game. Yeah, good game. I have three of those students in my class. Oh, that's Which cool. has nothing to do with craft beer. Or microbreweries or anything else. So how long have you been at Wesleyan? Eleven years. Okay, okay. Well, you, we we predated you. My husband is a is a Wesleyan grad. Oh, okay. Yeah, and we were there. I was there for a year or so before we decided to get married, and yeah, it kind of messed things up. <laughs> well, I I went to cover somebody's sabbatical, and I'm that was eleven years ago. <laughs> They're still gone. <laughs> I think Darren Good wonders why why Brett's is still around, but I'm, I, I show up every. Well, uh, hey, Chef Kevin, we've just taken over the show. That's okay. Let me introduce our guest today, it's Dan Parsons. <laughs> We're glad to have you here, Dan. Thank you. Uh, uh, thank tell you. me you what see... what you did this morning. Well, I tell you what I did this morning. I uh, I uh, well, I can't tell you because some of the PR stuff I'm doing is uh, not for public consumption okay. quite yet. So anyway, um, but hey, Chef, sounds like you're getting ready. Uh, I know you've got a dinner there uh, at the yeah. at your micro restaurant tonight, but I, let's yeah. let's uh, in the last soon to be, soon to be microbrewery too. Mm, yes, microbrewery, and I want to talk uh, in the second half of the show a little bit about uh, some of those regulations because uh, you had to jump through a few hoops uh, yeah. to legally operate your uh, up your restaurant there. But uh, we'll save that for the second half of the show. But uh, let's finish up on this d- discussion about uh, brewing beer at home. So, Kevin um, and, and, and Laura, uh, as the... Uh, as the uh, <clears throat> Laura is more of the observer, <laughs> but it is it does take a lot of work, right? I mean, it's it's quite well, a science, right? And labor uh, of love. Yeah, it's uh, anything creative and has a process, like a garden um, that has it has cost to it, has has a lot of work involved to it, but um, it has a great reward and payback and that's why you should do it that's why i don't play golf anymore 
<laughs> because one day I threw my club further than I hit the ball. <laughs> Been I'm, there, done that. I'm paying, yeah, I'm paying an organization to uh, allow me to do this. Caleb, you seemed like you had a thought about I, that. Well, as, as a uh, former track coach, I would get excited in the spring because then that would mean I can poach one of the golfers to come throw for me in track. I go, yes, you did throw that further than your ball. We have a thing yeah. for you to do with that. Yeah. Well, I, you know, back, Kevin, and you will remember this, and, and Laura, too, well, all, everybody, uh, uh, back when I was doing the Pints and Politics uh, podcast, I mean, we... Uh, I kind of uh, uh, fell into that niche of craft beer brewing, and uh, we we actually did an episode on on that. And so I know there's some passionate people in this city that brew craft beer. Yeah, agreed. And I I think I know why, uh, at least from my perspective, um, it, it it's a craft, and uh, to be knowledgeable in a craft. These days is a is a little uh, uh, few and far between. You know, we've kind of lost that art or that that ability to uh, create something of high quality with our own hands. And, and uh, I've been following the uh, story of Origin USA. Uh, they make boots. They start out making boots. They make really high quality uh, um, cheap denim jeans and other apparel. But they started out of the desire we want to make something, and we want to make something that, and we don't want it. We don't want it made in another country. We want to make it with our own hands. Laura, that's the same. Yeah, yeah. Laura, with uh, with Russ, what uh, as a physician during the day, what uh, what was his motivation to get into craft brewing? Um, I, I think that he was. Well, for one thing, I think that we were we had experienced some of the, um, I don't know, craft brewers breweries that had become bigger you know the, the sam adams types and things yeah. like that early on and then he just started looking for a hobby and um you know especially during the winter time when he couldn't get out in the garden didn't do so much out in the shop um the the, the craft brewing was interesting and it was something new and and um you know honestly i wasn't much of a beer drinker um i you know we're of the same age dan and i yeah. people used to drink a lot of that Oh, stuff. Swill. Yeah, and, and, and I, I, I never really liked it, but yeah. when he started brewing beer, um, it has a better, I don't know, it's more appealing to me. So. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, that's the first half of the show. Look at that. Look at he split. Uh, we're, I'm not even halfway through my beer. <laughs> but I just looked up on the chat GBT and I had all kinds of stuff I was going to say. Okay, well, we'll come back <laughs> after the news and continue this wonderful conversation on the Friday Afternoon Club. Uh, enjoy the news. Come on back. 1,499.3-K-L-I-N. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Educating. Informing. Entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. 
Hey, welcome back to the Friday edition of the show. It's the Friday Afternoon Club uh, with Chef Kevin Shin and a couple special guests and a and a guest uh, producer, Mr. Caleb Henry from LNK Today with Jack and Friends. Caleb, thanks for filling in for Johnny today. Absolutely. It's a little raucous in here. It so. is. We're having some fun. <laughs> I, I feel like at, at times I'm getting made fun of for my age. At other times I'm doing the babysitting. So <laughs> it's a little bit of both right now. That's exactly what I was aiming for for a Friday afternoon club and uh chef kevin shin is with us he's uh, in the kitchen in his micro restaurant getting ready for tonight's dinner uh chef appreciate you i've got a uh i got a question from a listener uh chef that i i sure. bet and i didn't uh i didn't prompt you with this because i i suspect you know the answer the listener wanted to know what ipa stands for in craft beer it stands for india pale ale um the lore, um, you know, you hear these stories that get passed down from generation to generation. Uh, you're sitting around drinking beer, and you know, people tell you these stories. You so you assume they're true, true but hops uh, are a natural preservative, and um, uh, hops were added to the beer that was um, uh, transported uh, to and from in India uh, to, I believe, to for the crown. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, uh, thus, the, that style, that very bitter, overly hopped style, became a, became a, its own category. Yeah, yeah. I so, knew you'd so, know that so answer. When, when the king of England wanted a beer, they imported it from India. Mm-hmm. Okay. Go yeah. figure. Yeah, go figure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let me introduce the other guests uh, here on the Friday Afternoon Club in studio, Dr. Laura Ebke. Former state senator, senior fellow at the Platt Institute. Laura, thanks for sticking around. Thanks for the beer. Absolutely. Yeah. We're enjoying uh, Dr. Laura's uh, uh, beer that uh, the other Dr. Ebke made, uh, the physician Dr. Ebke, uh, uh, Russ uh, Ebke, a physician and husband of Laura and uh, a home brewer, and delightful drop-in guest, Mr. Dr. Randy Bretz. Uh, also in studio. That's the nicest thing you've ever said about me. And it's been a delightful drop in. I'm only here because I wanted to see Kevin, and he's not here. And I don't know where he is. He's a blinking light on the on this telephone here. <laughs> he's still here in spirit. And now you're about three beers and fourteen peanuts in. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm well, about out of peanuts, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Where's our Where's our wait staff? Where's our uh, Yeah, uh, he's behind the board. That's where he's at. Um, well, Chef, I wanted to have this conversation with Laura and you and and Randy and mm-hmm. and, and Caleb. Jump in if you'd like, because um, Laura does a lot of work at the Platt Institute. And maybe just maybe hit pause and Laura, maybe describe for our listeners the Platt Institute and your role there. Sure. Well, the Platt Institute is a um, public policy institute or think tank, and um, we focus primarily on things that remove barriers to success. Um, Taxation is part of it, but um, we do a lot of work in regulatory reform. Um, I I came on board originally after, um, in 2019, to work on occupational licensing. Which Uh, is a bill that you had introduced in the legislature. Yes, I I, um, passed a bill in in 2018 on occupational licensing reform that started us down the path um, of of reviews, and and this year we have a big bill up that, that it's this close to passing as it's on final reading and um you know 
I keep I keep asking you if you want to talk about yeah, that, and I'm, you say I don't want to jinx it. I've, I've had half a beer now, so <laughs> now I'm talking about it. Um, but so so LB sixteen is um, a beer a, a bill that will. Um, create a uh, make it easier for people from out of state to come in who who are licensed elsewhere so that they don't have to start over um which sometimes happens is that out of state or out of country or both out of state just out of state out of state um it will also make it easier for people who have um military occupational specialties in the military Mm -hmm. so we had an example of of an electrician who had been trained he'd worked at camp david as an electrician in in the navy and he couldn't get licensed in nebraska right away they wouldn't even let him take his test they said you have to go back and be an apprentice for a while and um and so we we got that fixed um, and then the, the other part of this bill is that it um, it creates some get, gets creates some second chances for people who've been previously incarcerated, mm. um, and and allows them uh, to at least have a pathway to getting good 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 work. So yeah yeah well, chef, I, because you have uh, opened and operated restaurants in this city and uh, started your own micro restaurant in, in your home. You know a little bit about regulation, at least in the food industry, right? So, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, number one, don't make anybody mad in the uh, <laughs> in the Department of Safety or the Fire uh, Marshal. Don't just, just don't make people mad because they can slow things down for you. Um, but I have, uh, yeah, I've opened a few restaurants, and and I have found for the most part. Uh, uh, inspectors, investigators, uh, especially with my micro restaurant, which was so kind of uh, 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 non-traditional, I, I found both the health department and the liquor commission were very um, uh, cooperative, and because uh, it was, you know, it is different, uh, but uh, just simple uh, explanation, understanding what I was doing. Um, I was up and running and uh, officially uh, approved within about uh, six months. But, Laura, that's not necessarily the norm, right? It's not not necessarily the norm. Um, And you do have a lot of different agencies, both county and state, that that come into play in a lot of these. Um, You know, I I suspect that, that part of Kevin's success was the fact that in the last six or seven years we've done things like cottage food bills that you know make it not quite so scary to have people cooking and to you know to sell um to sell things um to others and so they can do it out of their own home um without a commercial kitchen and all that sort of thing and so i mean i I suspect that there's sort of a combination of things and finally we're starting to to help the health departments and others see that you know it's it's not really scary to to do things out of your home so if it's Good for Kevin. Yeah, yeah. It, it was different. I'm sure, Kevin, when you first uh, started talking about this idea. and, and Oh, it, yeah. It was yeah, kind it of was, foreign to the folks. It was. I, uh, you know, I just, because of the COVID, uh, the way it started, uh, I, it just felt like I was having friends over to my house all the time, and I didn't really charge for it. Um, people just gave me what it was worth, and um, I didn't really even... Uh, plan on it becoming a, a business that's now I'm going into my fifth year of doing this little micro restaurant. Um, but I had plenty of people encourage me, Kevin, you, this is really a good idea. You need to take 
this seriously and pursue what it would take to, um, uh, you know, make it a legitimate business, even though it was very non-traditional. Um, and uh, so I was, I was a little, a little intimidated, and so I, uh, the best uh, uh, advice I was given was hire a bookkeeper, and that uh, that happened right away. And that, that uh, my bookkeeper walked with me through so many things that I didn't know how to do or even want to do, like uh, applying for sales tax permit, applying, uh, you know, for um, the uh, or. Uh, uh, Registering occupation taxes and sales tax, and and with quarterly withholdings, and all of these things that are they're they're boxes to check. But little guys like me who want just want to cook and not do bookkeeping, um, you know, it's it's important to have somebody on your side like that. But uh, when I when it came to the, the health department, and I called them and said, "Hey, here's what I'm trying to do," and they said, "Oh, that's a food business. You need." You need uh, a commercial kitchen. Like, oh no! I just thought there went my dream, you know. Because I'm thinking, you know, fire suppression and bent hoods and grease traps and you know all kinds of um, technical uh, safety equipment. And they said, well, well, tell me what you're doing. And so I described what I was doing. You know, four to six people a night. Said, well, really, here's all you need to um, to function as a commercial kitchen. And um, so it was. It was fairly straightforward. It, they wanted a hand sink, a three bowl sink, a mop sink, scrubbable walls and surfaces, and commercial grade appliances. Hmm. Yeah. And that's 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 what it took for me. And so I I I've done the other. I've done the big uh, the big construction projects, but this one was uh, by far the the easiest and the most pleasant to work with the agency. Laura, what were some of the other industries that uh, that your uh, work has focused on or benefited? Sure, a lot of the stuff with the cottage foods, especially, has been things like um, cookies, cakes, mm. things like that. There was a fellow up and uh, a college student went up to was in Crate at Creighton, and he had I can't remember the name of the cookie. That wasn't koalas, but it was something else like that. You know, some and um, and and he had some. Uh, he, had, he he was he wanted to start cooking you know baking cookies and selling them and he's got you know the last i checked he still had he had a website and he was selling all over the place um and and was cooking out of his mom's kitchen um this was during during covid um there have been a lot of you know cake and and you know cake bakers and things like that you know that they've they've been doing it forever anyhow but this way they can do it you know without getting into trouble so well in balancing that and and randy brett's jump in i mean you teach a business class at uh, at nebraska wesleyan and yeah we have to have the health department come in and make sure <laughs> <laughs> i have a commercial kitchen and the walls are washable yeah they are they, washable. and they, indeed they are washable walls what, what what is this new generation of people uh, of of young people who are interested in business what what are some common threads of why they're there? Is is it entrepreneur? Are they do they want to be entrepreneurs? Are they or do they want to own Wall Street? Actually, you, you mentioned entrepreneurs, and I'm I'm doing some uh, digging on that topic. Wesleyan just announced a new entrepreneur program, that. which yeah. is pretty cool, and it's not a full uh, major. It is like thirty nine or forty hours. 
supplement to something else. And you could be a musician and be an entrepreneur. You could be a restaurateur and be an entrepreneur like Kevin. You can be a... Are you a PR guy? You can be a PR guy and be an entrepreneur in radio. Uh, So... But uh, Look at that. I, I forgot what your original question That's was. That's all right. You, 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 you saw me here kind of just wanting to say something and <laughs> ask me a question. So I, I, do think, though, I do think, though, that, that there is a growing, um, a growing desire for, amongst young folks to become entrepreneurs. Yeah, yeah there um, is. Be, because they're really um, you know, kind of the old way, the way that we grew up thinking about things have ch- has get a, changed. You know, get a degree, get a job in a company yeah. and stay there for and 50 stay there for 40 years. years. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah, and and I think that I think that people are changing their mind about what to do, you yeah. know, and how they want to live their lives and and um, good for them. That's what makes the world go round and I hope that we see a whole lot more of them. Yeah. I think yeah. the biggest reason for that and I I'm probably on the upper end of where the the young people a lot of what you guys are talking about. The big reason I can see that is there are so many things right now that we don't have control of. Yeah. Um, yeah. They think about we, we just had a pandemic a couple of years ago. There, there's anything with the economy or housing. Going, Becoming an entrepreneur, whether it's starting out something small on the side, it gives us, me, uh, young people, a level of control that we enjoy. The most in, we've, we've all been young. We don't like being told what to do. But it gives us a feeling of ownership over where our future can go. And I think Gen Z especially leans into that perhaps more than the generations ahead of them where they really want ownership over what their future is going to look like. And, and, and I think that's healthy. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um, is this break time, Caleb? It's your show. It can be a break time. Do you want it, you want it to be a break time? <laughs> He's out of questions. Well, I, oh, I, I was sorry, getting sorry. ready to launch into another topic that I know is going to take up some time. So let's let's do. Let's take this little break now, and we'll come back. And I want to launch into this is, uh, you know, it's Friday afternoon. We've had a half a beer. Uh, political discourse and, and the tone of political uh, discussion in our in our culture today. So anyway, come back and we'll end on that and uh, toast uh, to your weekend. Come on back after these messages. You're listening to the Dan Parsons show on 1499.3 KLIN. Yeah. Chef Kevin's Song of the Week. Chef, tell us the, about this. I like that beat. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I don't serve queso, but I uh, <laughs> I get the uh, the sentiment of the song. Uh, I want more. So, uh, thus, I, I do like the uh, like the, uh, the groove and the, and the attitude of more queso, please. And who is this? Floyd Walker. And I don't know who that is. <laughs> I, it, uh, <laughs> seriously, um, I think there are just I think there are two guys at Spotify that work on my music. <laughs> they got you in um, mind. They, uh, always. Think, Floyd Wonder, yeah, by the way. Okay. Wonder. Floyd Wonder. Okay. Excellent. I'm, yeah. Thank you. Okay. Um, 
So I think there are two guys that monitor my listening uh, pleasure <laughs> and preferences, and they're just constantly sending me stuff because they, they get it pretty good. I'm, I'm really surprised that uh, they, they know to send me JT James Taylor and not JT uh, <laughs> uh, Justin Timberlake. Oh, well, we're going to run out of time here. We've got a, a few minutes here before we have to say adios for, for the week. Uh, but, uh, and, and this is a heck of a, uh, a topic to, to launch into uh, with, with you five know, minutes to go. Five Laura. minutes to go. But, Laura, <laughs> you had uh, tweeted out or, or posted on X, whatever the heck we call it these days, uh, and it caught my eye. And we've had these discussions. I've had these discussions. And, and, and the topic is, um, and I want to do this because that's my theme. We're going to lift up instead of tear, tear down. But the whole idea of our political discourse in 2024, we got a presidential election coming up that's, uh, you know, the most contentious and amazing and all the other adjectives you can think of in our lifetime. But how can we, from a political science perspective, from a communications and business perspective and a, and a, and a you know, a chef's perspective, raise the bar on political discourse in our country? Okay, go. <laughs> uh, stay off of social media as much as possible um, when you're on social media remember that there's a real life person on the other side um, you know oh, we, we watch we watch some you know we I, we, I, I follow some accounts that they it's like they're just they're screaming and cursing into the ether without realizing that there's somebody on the other uh, on the other side that's that's being hurt um, you know, by those by those comments. Well, uh, uh, Reese Priebus, uh, who's former uh, uh, national Republican chair, and if I'm if I remember this correctly, uh, President Donald Trump's first chief of staff, he said, uh, "Division is profit." Mm -hmm. And so, Chef, I don't know if I know you've got thoughts on this, but uh, anyway. Yeah, uh, opportunistic, you know, whatever your opportunity is and whatever market there is, there's somebody out there going to supply it, and that's the, the, the problem. not always noble. Not the, always noble. Yeah, and well, it's it's rarely noble these days, and the problem is mm -hmm. that, that all of this um, is, is going to rip us apart because yeah, um, because we, we can't talk to each other anymore. Um, you know, one of the nice things about not being in the legislature is that, you know, I get to be on the church council and I get to be on the local nonprofit and, um, board and, you know, I can work in the community more and people realize that maybe I wasn't such a terrible person <laughs> after all. You Imagine know? that, yeah. you know, and, and, all and, those nasty things that people yeah. said. Yeah, yeah. Wow. so I mean, I, so I think it's really important for us to, you know, reach out to our neighbors and, you know, try to give everybody the benefit of the doubt until they prove to you that they're not worthy of it. Laura Ebke, that's why you're my friend, and that's why you always have an open mic on this program. Uh, Randy, you know, one thought in. I have is uh, <clears throat> just get to know people personally. That's what I try to teach uh, my students is uh, communicate with them, get to know them. And uh, what was it? Uh, what's the quote? There's there's hardly a person that you can't like if you get to know them. Yeah. Or there's a per it's hard to hate somebody if you really know them. Well, in politics, that's uh, again, in, in my business at public relations, uh, you know, it's it's about it, it's hard to hate as you said, Randy. Yeah. It's it's hard to hate people if you really know who they are. Mm -hmm. It's more difficult anyway. Chef. I agree, and I got a little word that fits that. Thank you. Um, because we, you know, uh have a meal with them. We we <laughs> Yeah, that's right. And I'll I'll cook it. <laughs> uh, but I write 
how I face my world is how my world faces me. Hmm. If I believe my world is out to get me, it will most definitely oblige. Yeah, well done, Chef. And so, yeah, we just we we got to give people the benefit of the doubt, and if we assume they're they're yeah. up to no good, they are, you know, and that's that's how they'll respond to it. Yeah, Chef. Thanks, uh, Randy Bretz. Thanks right. for stopping in. Glad to be here, Doctor Laura. Thanks for being thanks. here. Good to meet you, Caleb. Thanks, folks. That's the show. Have a wonderful weekend. We'll see you on Monday. Go do good things.